You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. <laughs> and today, we are actually recording, like, in person for the first time in so long, so... I fought so hard for this. I drove through she a did. snowstorm. I she shoveled did. snow. We're here. We're in person. <sighs> it's gonna be great. Yes. But this is our Ask Us Anything episode. So, if you follow us on Instagram, a couple weeks ago we put in stories that we were gonna do this, and you guys all submitted questions. A ton of questions. A ton. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's really fun. Um, We're going to be doing a lot of book questions, and we'll also be doing some of our, like, deep personal questions. Yeah, and they're not organized, like, per category. No. We're just coming at you random. Sit through everything. Just sit on down. Yep. (laughs) We're going to do this. I have no openers. We're just going to go straight up. Honestly, I feel like this is a good... We're going to share some weird experiences. We are. We've We've done an AMA before, so if you did submit a question and you don't like hear it it's because it's probably already been answered mm-hmm. so these are all new-ish questions yes and if you want to hear that episode it's actually one that like people message us about a all lot the yeah. time yeah we got pretty deep on that one um and so you can go and listen to that one and it talks a lot about like how we got started mm-hmm. and like what why this podcast is and like our friendship and stuff so I'm very excited about yeah. this next thing I know so. we'll, we'll see what is to come uh, we have no plans. We didn't read through any of these questions. We are winning. We just, like, <laughs> put them up on a dock. Because I'm, like, the first question is, do either of you want more kids? I was like, wow, wait, it hit me in the stomach. Starting Let's heavy. <laughs> Why don't you start off? Yeah, we both do want more kids. Anna's answering for me. I I'm love answering that. for <laughs> Selena also wants more kids. We're I not do. doing this alone. <laughs> yeah, we're going to actually <laughs> – I have this – should we tell them about this? <laughs> Can I tell you – okay, this is so weirdly – am I allowed to say that? You're allowed to say this. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, Anna and I are synced. Like, our periods have been synced for, like, like weirdly synced. To the day. To the day. And it's so funny, because we don't live near each other in yeah. person, but it's so, like, every month, I swear, like, one of us is like, oh my gosh, you're starting my period. They're like, me too. Yeah. Me too. And so I always joke that, like, we would be ovulating at the same time, and I would just, like, if we decide to, like, have a kid at the we same time, kids. we would just call at each other time. and be like, so you guys trying tonight? <laughs> we could, like, plan our, our kids' due dates to, like, the exact day. <laughs> But that didn't answer either of the questions. That was just a weirdly. That was it was funny. Um, yeah, I want. It was funny. I don't know how many more kids I want. It's kind of like a wait and see type thing. But I don't. I I want more kids. Yeah, I think that like first off, I'm we're 26. Yeah, we have time. We have like a solid 10 yeah. years of fertility. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. Is that um, like the decision to have a child is like such a beautiful thing and it's such a personal one. Um, for me, like. I love being a mom. It's such a big part of who I am. It's made me a better person no matter what. Um, because my husband's been in such an intensive school thing and we've been in such a crazy place of our lives mm-hmm. where I've had to be the most the main provider, I mentally have not been able to even think about having another kid at the moment. But once, like, my family is at a much more stable place and my husband's able to be more of that, like, provider, um, that's, like, when I can start, like, kind of thinking about that. Yeah. I definitely want to have more kids, but right now one is good for good for me right now <laughs> yeah I, I love sleep I love sleep so much yeah I, I get well. nervous thinking about like trying to have to do all of that all over again yeah 
but a hair gets easier. Yeah, a hair gets easier. It's uh, not such a shot in the dark type thing. So yeah, we know what we know what we're doing. Yep. Anna totally. told me the day that she found out she was pregnant, right? Or was it like right after? It must. It was like the day, or it was like right after. You're I told like, you pretty soon. I just remember you being like, "I hate everyone. What's happening? What's happening to me?" <laughs> In fact, before I realized I was pregnant, we had to go to the dealership and get a new car. And Jalen was like, "What is wrong with you today? Like you are being so mean." And I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, she peed on the stick. I peed on the stick. Wow, we really started off with like, okay, ask us anything. Here's literally like I'm looking through the list and like (laughs) the next ten questions have to do with books. So yeah, just sit through it. We're uh, we're gonna talk to you about motherhood and periods for like a solid minute, and then and then we're gonna go forward. Fine. Yeah, the idea of kids is is a good is a good one. We just are Mm -hmm. taking it based off of our emotional and mental capacities and stuff like that. So exactly. Yeah, I think kids are awesome. Love them. Yeah, I'm the oldest of five. So for me, I, like, raised, like, the last three of my yeah. siblings. So for me, I'm like, I already have four children. So. Yeah. I'm, a little I'm the bit... youngest of five. So I'm, like, the opposite spectrum of that. But my family's a weird dynamic. We all think we're the oldest. It's my favorite so. thing. Straight up, <laughs> I always, I love hanging out with the Batistas because straight up, I'm like, everyone here believes that they are the oldest kid. Yep. Everyone does. <laughs> Anna's the oldest. Maria's the oldest. Laura's the oldest. Sarah's the oldest. Michael is actually the oldest. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. That's just our fun dynamic. It's a good time. <laughs> I love that for us. It's so funny. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Yeah. <laughs> Books you DNF this year. Oh, so many. Should I look at my shelf? Yeah. I actually have a shelf on Goodreads of, of books DNFs. I DNF. I did not finish um, the six Crimson Cranes. And these are ones the... that we intentionally DNF'd, right? Yeah. Jade Firegold. I accidentally DNF'd Bone Crier's Moon. I do want to eventually finish that. I just, I was having a weird time getting into it. Let me open my Goodreads up for like a second. Okay, so books that I DNF'd were definitely, ooh, I'm pulling mine up too. Oh, I did not finish A Winter's Promise. Yeah. Or The Storm Crow. I'm reading my, I'm, my want to read, it's so funny, you're so good about these things, but I am not good at them. Okay. I could be better. You didn't finish From Blood and Ash. Oh, I didn't. That was so funny. Yeah, I had to eat myself out of that book. <laughs> Hard. I, everyone was like, read it! And I was going to be like, this is going to be such a hype thing. And then, like, the second chapter in, it was, like, of, like, porn star meet cute. And so I just was like, I'm out! Have fun, though, everybody else. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of, like, ones that I didn't finish that, like, were on purpose. I will say, I actually last night read the full recap of um, A Court of Wings and ruin oh because I wanted to know what happened yeah because I am interested in like finding out what happened I just like I could not handle everyone's miscommunications and yeah. like I just couldn't so like I need to like finish it now that I know what happens and I'm like okay it's gonna get better it's gonna get better I accidentally did not finish um we yeah. hunt the flame but it's not that I didn't finish it I'm just going to finish it next year I think when really, I'm at a mental capacity yeah. to handle it Here's what I'm thinking is, like, I actually have a ton of books that I have bought and have read the first, like, four pages in and then have not finished. So that's a different mm-hmm. question, though, because I'm like, these are the books that I want to read, but yeah. for Do Not Finish, I'm trying to think. What books did I not like? We've talked about them. We did a whole episode we have, about We it, have actually. done a whole, a whole episode of books we didn't like. You can totally It's hard that. for you not to finish a book, though. You normally finish your books. I do. I do. Well, for me, it's like if I, if I bought a book, then I'm going to finish it. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, okay. Um... 
I'm trying to think. That's why buying books is dangerous. Yeah, 100%. I also feel like lately I've I've been getting like really good recommendations from people. Mm. So I've really just enjoyed all of the books. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's see. I didn't finish The Hating Game, but that's just because it wasn't like my vibe at the time and yeah. it was just whatever. Um, other than that, I've really read, like, I've, I've finished a lot of the books that I've read this year. I think I just won't start something if it doesn't hit me. And so for me, I think, like, that's why I've been able to finish all of my books is because I won't, I won't pick it up if it's not a vibe or I'll, I'll, like, ask someone that I trust and I've been like, should I even pick this up? What's hard about the books that I DNF'd is, like, I wanted to read them so badly. Mm -hmm. I I didn't, I didn't finish the X-Hex because oh yeah I, I remember that and then I didn't like I feel like I can't think of any books that were actually like well acclaimed that I didn't yeah. finish because I feel like the like the x-hex I didn't like because it did dual perspectives and his perspective was kind of like eh, I didn't like yeah. his perspective and he mm. cussed so much that like it was oh that's annoying I couldn't f- actually do it like I was like mm, this is not a thing we read so many books this year I'm like literally going through yeah I Daughter didn't even of the Pirate m- King I couldn't finish oh, it oh really mm, no it's just too young. That's what happened it to Six Crimson young. Cranes. It was just too young of an audience. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, there's a, there's a place for mm-hmm. it. And I think when you're going into it thinking, oh, my gosh, it's a book like Fable, but then it's, like, a younger book. But then it's totally not. It's and not. it's hard to read Fable first and yeah. then Daughter of Pirate King. Oh, Fable yeah. just delivers it on does. so many levels. Also, I think I just, like, avoid books. Like, I can tell which tropes or books I'm falling into where I'm like, oh. I was going to say these hollow vows, but I know I'm going to finish it. You better finish it. I'm going to finish it. it because everyone messages me and messages us being like, these hollow vows, oh my oh. gosh, these hollow vows, Okay, oh I have gosh. another book I DNF'd and it was um, The Hawthorne Legacy. But I'm, I don't want to say I DNF'd it because I'm, I'm going to finish it. We both are like terrified of the other person. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I will finish it because I'm something like, scares me. <laughs> I, yeah, 100, especially since my book is like, like has the fun yeah. idealism of it. I'm like, read it, Anna. Um, okay. Books you wanted to love but just couldn't get into. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, this is such a weird similar. question for us for some reason. I'm like, oh, I didn't really... I think, honestly, I've just been... I've been surrounded by people with good recommendations. Yeah. And we just talked about the books that we couldn't get into. Um, I can tell you the books... So the next question is Bookstagram books you didn't jive with, which is kind of similar. But I can tell you the books that we will not be reading... Ever. Ever. That are book talk books. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely, um, from, Bl- Ash, from Blood and Hunt. From Blood and Ash. From Blood and Ash words. There's like Blood, Ash, Honey. That's like the title a of every of, single book. A Court of Crowns. A Court thorns, of Something. Like, yeah. Yeah. Definitely the fourth book, like the A Court of Silver Flames. What is yeah. that called? I actually had my friend who read it. She loved the book, by the way. It's a really good book, but I had her text me um, the list of all the sex scenes, and there's 16. There's so many. So we can't. We probably can't get into that one. Not yet. I think that the second one will come out, and that will have more, that will have more plot, mm-hmm. and I think hopefully, then I can just like... Yeah. Uh huh. Um. What is what is a book or series that one of you loves that the other didn't? There's oh, so many. So There's many. so many. Definitely. Uh. Uh. These hollow vows. Yeah. For me to Celine. It's because I was reading in a weird place. You're allowed to not like it though. I like you're allowed your opinion. No, I was wrong. I was wrong. I admit it. What is a series that you like didn't jive with? That I didn't. That, jive or with. that I didn't jive I with. Did. Maybe. Um. You had a hard time with The Summer I Turned Pretty. Oh, oh, I did. I did not drive with The Summer I Turned Pretty. I didn't love One of Us is Lying. I didn't love it. Yeah. I, you know what? I think I read out of the perfect time of my life where, like, I had not read an interesting book before it. Yeah. Oh, So yeah. I read it and it was like, this is good. This is good. I'm trying to think. Um, you haven't finished Joe and Lori. Are you going no, to ever finish No, I am Joe going to finish okay. it. 
Because you're like Team Amy and all that stuff. That was so funny. Team Amy forever. I don't. Did, were you as obsessed with the Charlotte Holmes series as I was? I don't think I was as obsessed. I did like it though. You did like it, but you got like deeply in love with it. I think about them all the time. That is so funny. And you still <laughs> haven't read the fourth book. I I can't. You don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. <laughs> um, what was another one? I loved Dark Days Pact. I thought it was super cool. I think that you wanted oh, them to just, like, be, like, I needed, married at the I end. needed more of their relationship. You needed more epilogue. And it was, like, the third book threw us for, like, a weird loop, and mm. I was really confused, and, like, I had still loved the series, and then just it ended that way, and I was, like, all all of that yeah. for it to end, of like, one sentence, and I was, like, and then I met him, and then he held my hand, and we walked away into the distance, and I was, yeah. like, no, no, no. I felt like that with Pride and Premeditation. I, I was like, excuse me, they are supposed to be married? This is yeah. a Regency-era book. They have, yep. There has to be a proposal. Yeah. We um, just kissed in the courtyard. I was like, I was like this is out in public That's kissing. illegal! That's illegal! <laughs> At least go to a dark alley somewhere. Come on! <laughs> um, How long are we planning to do the podcast? As long as we can. Literally forever. We have Literally. no end date in sight. No! I asked Anna a year ago to commit to a year. Um, and what's super cool is like, Around that same like anniversary time, we officially became business partners, and yeah. we have like an LLC together, mm-hmm. and this is a legit. We thing. have a joint like bank account yeah. together, which is basically marriage, right? Right. Um, no, honestly, one of the things that I love about Anna is that we are friends first, and that will always be true. In mm-hmm. fact, it's super funny whenever we do our stories, like whenever we're together, like we never film stories we together because we're actually we like out. are too busy enjoying hanging out together. Yeah. And Anna is like a lifeline. She's really become a lifeline, especially this year for me when I was in Tennessee and because I had just like, you know, when you move in the middle of COVID, mm-hmm. there's just no way for you to like make friends and stuff like that. And it was super cool. She's just been like a huge person in my life. So for me, like the podcast is such a fun way for me to just like hang out with her and yeah and do that kind of stuff. Same so. girl, I love you. And I'm sitting there. It was so funny. I was like, "What was I saying about you having a kid?" And I was like, "We'll have to take like six months off." And you're like, "No, no." I was like, "No, we cannot take anything. This will be my solace. <laughs> yeah. This is what will make me keep my sanity." Yeah, the reason why the podcast works is because it's fun. And if something like mm-hmm. isn't fun, then we just don't do that. Like, yeah. Again, and like that's been something that's been really helpful for us because, like, the core of it is just us like nerding out about books and stuff. Yeah. So the best time. Yeah, and honestly the community has been so fun. We've had a really positive community. We've got like I feel like we are lucky in the yeah. community and the people that support us cuz not even all like bookstagrammers have the type of community we do. We've gotten like maybe like two or three like hate messages, yeah. but besides that like really we're just everyone on there is just such so kind and mm-hmm. so sweet and so for us like you know, if we don't get to see a lot of the toxic- toxicity yeah, that's of right. that. And so I just think for us, like, the podcast is fun and it's really easy to, like, get on and talk to your best friend. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing easier than that. Literally. So, I love it. Yeah. All right. Best motherhood hacks. Going back to motherhood. Wow. I'll just do a quick one. Go. We don't have to talk too long about this. Just, um... <laughs> Someone is sitting there being like, no, no, I am <laughs> drowning. Please give me motherhood hacks. I feel like... I'm like, am I qualified to speak about motherhood hacks? Freak yeah. You're a great but mother. You're I, a great mom. I am a mother, that's And if you're true. listening to this and you're a mom, you're a great mom too, okay? <laughs> Give yourself a break. <laughs> My literal only, um, only thing that I have that really I like try to stick to is just Lincoln, who's two, he's at that age where he just throws a tantrum for everything he wants. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's hard, but I just have to ignore his tantrums. Yeah. Unless he's, like, screaming in pain, which obviously, so. Um, 
then talk to him then, but yeah, yeah. So just ignore their tantrums. That's my motherhood. Just ignore your children. It sucks, and you you feel like you lose your mind. But then they will calm down in like five minutes because they won't get their way, and then they'll be fine. That's where I'm at in my motherhood. Okay, life. I think you're doing great. Thank you. Okay, um, I love the idea of a motherhood hack, so I'm going to, like, throw a bunch at you. Mm-hmm. And Anna, jump in whenever you, like, have I got some. You. Okay, so first off, if you have a child that is over the age of one, let me talk to you about the bins. The bins of... The sensory bins. The sensory bins. They're nice. If you want to find a way to entertain your child for so cheap and also, like, and they're entertained for, like, 30, 40 minutes, go get a sensory bin. It's so amazing, and it's literally just, like, what I did is I made a moon sand one, so it's flour and baby oil mixed together, and then you just throw a bunch of, like, random toys. Like, for me, my child's older, so I put a bunch of marbles in there, Mm -hmm. and then Adelaide had to dig and find all of the marbles, and she was entertained for so long. And you can switch them out. You can do those things. So if you look up on Pinterest or whatever sensory bins, those are such great ways for your kids to learn specific motor skills, but also lets you, you can literally have your child sit and do that for 40 minutes, and then you can freaking read a book so yeah I love them I love them so much the next motherhood hack is that you need different types of friends so you need the mom friends the Mm -hmm. ones that you can like your kids can play together and that way you can just talk and stuff like that um and that's super awesome but having a friend that has that's where you guys are not talking about motherhood where instead you have like hobbies or like whatever that's so important and so if you I talk to so many women so many times that just feel like they don't have anything outside of themselves and I know that like that's really hard when I don't have something outside of myself and I feel trapped and stuck and so um find like go to a local um, like a gym and like go do dance classes or Zumba or something, but like find friends outside of motherhood because yes. then you get an identity outside of yourself, which is, or outside of your home. Freaking ditto to that. Yeah. Like honestly, like Anna helps me so much just feel like I'm a normal person. Yeah. And I like the fact that like we, something that's really funny in our, like Tanner brought this up. He's like, you guys totally enable each other. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we, do. we totally enable each other because in the best way, we're always like calling each other at Target being like, okay, should I get this sweater? Yes. Cool. <laughs> yes. Because like, it's so fun to just have someone there that's cheering you on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, motherhood, you can't get graded on. No, you can't. There's no A plus. In fact, most of the time, if you clean the house four minutes later, it's Freaking messy. Game. Oh, literally. Oh, and so like, how can preach. you ever be validated in something that's so hard? Yeah. So you either need to find a way to, like, find that validation. And then also, like, with motherhood is, like, you, and, like, this is, like, a tiny religious moment, but, like, the in my belief, God sent your child to you, and you are that person's, like, you were meant to be that person's parent. And, mm-hmm. like, you know your child immensely. And I think Better that, than anyone else. Yeah, yeah, and no one else can understand your child like you. And so if someone's giving you advice, you can just look them in the eye, say thank you so much, and then, you know, give them the mental middle finger. and Turn the other way. And, yeah, because, like, you know your child better than anyone. Yes. And you are awesome. You're a good mom. So you you're are. doing great. Freaking did it of that. Give you guys are doing break. great. Give yourself a break. You need this. Go buy some cookies or yeah. some mini cupcake You bites. know what? We and Anna, validating. Go to Target. Get the sweater. Get the sweater. Get the sweater. Get the sweater. They're probably on sale right now anyway. Yeah. And you know what? It's $20. Oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like more of a marriage hack. Ooh. But what is the cost of having a clean house mentally for you? And so something that like my mom, like we were so poor, but we were both working so much and like the dishes could never get done and like mm-hmm. all these things. And my mom was like, is $15 for a babysitter worth, worth you know, that for you? And like having those dates and having help like with the house. So, like I pay a babysitter 
like $10 an hour for three hours every couple weeks to just really like deep clean my house because I can't do it right now. So think about ways that you can outsource stuff that you don't want to do if you can, you know, mm-hmm. you can save up for it and stuff like that. And obviously like I'm a, I work all the time. So like for me, like I have that kind of income, but like you guys, like if there's a way that you can do that, be kind to yourself. About yes. That. Ditto to that. That's great advice. I guess so. Thank yeah. you for that. Thank you. All right, moving on. The absolute most cheesy book <gasps> you love. Wow, we were meant to answer this question. Ooh, go off, Anna. There's so many. I go love off. the, so I would say The Unhoneymooners, but I don't know how, like it's not quite cheesy enough. I don't know if we read totally cheesy books. I don't think we do. Besides my Christmas selection, which I want to You have a on. good Christmas selection. I will say probably the most cheesy book. It has to the be selection? A... Oh, yeah. The selection was cheesy, but I loved that it. That was cheesy. I feel like every Regency era romance that I read is totally cheesy, but I love it. Like, oh my gosh, Edenbrook. Edenbrook was so Edenbrook, cheesy. yeah. I loved it's it. It's gotta be Edenbrook. Edenbrook. I love yeah. that one. Um, let's see. It's a. I love the Lauren. Or what is it? The big cheesy love story pizza one. Oh What's yeah, it it's a che- it's a cheesy love story. Yeah, that one was that super one cute. was good. I loved that one. Lauren Morin, moral, moral. Mm-hmm. She actually lives in Knoxville. She's, She's super cool. cool. She's fun. I'm gonna meet up with her. All right, books you constantly think about slash most influential. Oh gosh. All right, get ready. <laughs> I literally cannot stop thinking about mm. Deadly Education. I can't stop thinking about Deadly Education. I can't stop thinking about Once Upon a Broken Heart. Yeah. I cannot stop thinking about these hollow vows you guys know. And <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about um, – I got to look up the name so I say it right because all I can think about is the second book's name. Um, what is it? I talked about it in our last episode. Is it Divine Blood? Divine Blood. I yeah. cannot stop thinking about Divine Blood. I love that it for you. It lives in my head like rent-free. I love that. Honestly, I think that um, – And you guys – we're having her on to talk about. I know like, that was books. you, Anna. Yeah, I love her. Can I like give you guys something real cool? We are having so, so many. many authors. They're on. like like the big so names. So many starting next year. We have an an author scheduled almost every week mm-hmm. for the next like two three months that are like like you like all we have them on their shelves. All know them. We all know them. Yeah. We love them. They are so cool. I'm like, we're like weirdly, I'm like, hello, we have 15,000 followers now. So uh, would you like so, to come on our podcast? <laughs> well, we like your book so These much. Are our credits. <laughs> That's literally all we have going on for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't stop thinking about the Fable world. I want to know Satan Isolde's like yeah. story. Ooh, I do want to know Satan Isolde's story. Um, I think about, ooh, let's see, Harry Potter all the time. Oh, I mean, that's a given. Um, I love the Truly Devious series. I think, like, that's super fun. And I love anything that Jennifer Lynn Barnes is. So, honestly, mm-hmm. like, the Inheritance Games, anything Jennifer Lynn Barnes publishes, I will immediately buy. Yeah. Um, other books that, like, I just think about all the time, I do think of of um, A Court of Mist and Furry all the time. Like It's good writing. Someone Like, sh- it's popular for a reason. Um, my friend, or one of our friends, Taylor, on, like, one of our Instagram friends, um, Taylor Polite, she's cool. Mm. But she has a... Uh, she has been, like, posting screenshots uh, or, like, pictures of her, like, reading through the oh, series again. Okay. And I am, like, s- just getting sucked back in just yeah. from those things. And I was like, I forget how addictive that, that series was. That particular book is just so good. It is so good. So, so love I love it. that. Um, besides that, I'm trying to think. Really, like... If our audio is King- getting quieter, it's because we're, like, panning to my bookshelf. Yes, Kingdom <laughs> like, of the... the yeah, right? Kingdom of the Wicked was super good. I love the way that the the... 
like food and stuff yes. was. I love that. F- that like that kind of went away in the second book, and I really wanted to come back. I want more food. She was such a good cook. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you gain confidence oh, speaking gosh. on Bookstagram? Celine, I feel like is so much better at this than I am. <laughs> yeah, Celine gets like nitty gritty, like down to it in our stories about like her opinion about books and life, and I'm just like. I'm here hanging out. Oh, it's because I live to perform. I love <laughs> the attention. <laughs> no, here's the deal. For four and a half years, I've had to constantly put my life on social media yeah. for my business, for like, look mm-hmm. for the light photo video. Hire me for your wedding. <laughs> um, but if what I basically had to do is learn how to like talk about, so like this is advice. So pick five things that you want people to know for you about. So, for example, should I do bookstore or my own business? You could do both. You're like a mix of both. Okay. So, for my business, um, things that, pe- like, I w- I'm, I guess I would just, I would talk about meal planning a lot. I would talk about, like, my weight loss. That was a big thing because mm-hmm. I lost, like, 60 pounds. Um, i talk about, like, behind the scenes stuff. That was really cool for people. Advice for brides and stuff like that. And so, for Bookstagram, Anna and I have noticed, and this is just from, like, this is advice for you, is that people love to see book hauls. And even if you don't, you know, obviously, like, people... Money is not something yeah. we all have. So if you go to the library and you're like, these are the books that I checked out, yeah. that's super cool. And it's such an easy way for you to, to like post content. So sharing the backs of the books, um, doing live recaps of the books was one of the best things that we've ever oh my done. Gosh, yeah. People love reacting to books with you and it's so fun and um, it's super exciting. So I think like showing off your books is super fun um live reacting is super fun and then also like people just love to hear about your life and I know that sounds weird but like we all do it we all love to like see what people are up to and stuff and so even if you feel like oh no one's gonna care about this I totally want to see your cute family and I want to see you know you thriving or whatever and I want to hear a funny story and stuff like that in fact every time that Anna it was like so funny Anna and I were always getting yeah. hyped up because we'd post like an outfit and we get like yep. 35 dms and I'm like wow I'm really feeling myself do this more yeah. like the confidence this is giving you me. guys boosted our ego thoroughly and now we're like we have to dress up every day this yep. is fantastic yep um, but the biggest thing I think with speaking on Bookstagram is just realizing, like, talk to your stories and on there, like, you're talking to one person. And if you think about that, it's just going to be a lot less intimidating for you. And so just think about, and that person can be someone that's just cheering you on. Think about it like me and Anna are watching your stories and we're going to be like, you go girl, go off, do your thing. Go off. Go off. Yes. Do it. And I feel like you just got to know that like people go follow on Instagram to just feel joy and stuff like that. And um, being able to just spread joy and stuff like that. What I think is cool is yeah, everyone has a bookstagram because it's just like such a fun place for them to track their hobbies yeah. and stuff. And also just know that like this is fun and it's... It's really just as long as it's fun for you, keep doing it. So, yeah. Go join in all of the, like, challenges and stuff, yeah. too. Also, too, I think what is will help is that, like, I struggle with being, like, nobody cares. Like, nobody wants to hear I about care. me. I mean, nobody does want to hear about me going to the gym. But that's another thing. I do. I care. <laughs> I love checking you out at the gym. Thank this you, so good. Thank you. But it's hard for me to get past the back mentality. <laughs> Dude, my bag is ripped. Thank you, Celine. <laughs> that is something I'm like, yeah. Everyone, her waist is snatched. <laughs> She's wearing a great outfit today. I am. We're going to film so many TikToks too. Like, so. Look at this. Look at this waist. Okay, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> you just have to remember that um, even though you think you're like, nobody cares about this. People do. Like, people care about the day-to-day things and they want to hear about you because we, yeah. like, are all friends. 
We're all internet friends. And also just know that, like, if you are doing anything cool or special and you want to, like, share it and you want us to share it for our following, we have no problem. Like, especially if you're, if you're, like, some rando that, like, is just, like, hi, share our thing and you've never talked to us before, like, obviously, like, GTFO. But if you're in our DMs and we're, like, hanging out and we're talking and stuff please send us something that we can share. We, if you are publishing a book by yourself or you just created this reel that you think is funny, like that's what this community is about, is about sharing and stuff. And for us, it costs us nothing to share your stuff. Nothing. So yeah. if you want us to like in any way share anything of yours, like that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Yeah. We love doing it. We love seeing you guys create stuff and we want to celebrate that for you. So yeah. Ugh. I mean it. I mean it. Do I it. I mean it. Yeah. Okay. How have your reading standards changed over time? Yeah. This is a good question. Go, Anna. I think that even just in the last year, especially with the podcast and stuff, my reading standards have changed that I need more of an intricate plot. So, like, the reason I couldn't finish The Six Crimson Cranes and Jade Fire Gold and, like, some of these other books is just because it felt so juvenile Mm -hmm. and there just wasn't enough detail and like I love an internal struggle and like growth Mm -hmm. and that's just I mean it's hard the YA I mean like everything can be YA but there are sub levels to YA and I think that's really important I think that Mm -hmm. if in the future I definitely see there being new subgenres I want there so like I I there needs to be something between YA and new adult Mm -hmm. to where it's like you have the like smuttiness level of a YA book but the like intellectual level of a new adult book yeah 100% yeah and we will do our best to continue to recommend books like that I also feel like one of the things that I've seen in your reading standards changed is the depth of conflict and growth and Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool like you and I both I remember we would put down books so much in the beginning because we'd be like they're so and then we both kind of realized that if you you have to read the full book to understand the full characters, like, the picture of the story and yeah. stuff like that. And I think that's, like, really helpful to know. Um, for me, my reading standards have changed because I keep getting really good books and it's ruined me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I literally cannot – I cannot – We're book snobs now. So bad. Yeah. Which I think, like, I've been kind of prideful. I think also I'm really careful about what I read because I ha- there are so many good books in the world that, like, mm-hmm. if I – and, like, I get so many recommendations. I'm like, if this isn't going to, like – do me good work then I'm not gonna spend my time on it or recommend it Mm -hmm. to people like every book that we recommend on especially on our stories is going to like be a five star yes to us at least everyone has their own you know even the Santa Kink ones you know even the Santa just kidding that that book five stars we definitely read those totally read (laughs) it my mom I told her about that and she was like you read that Jalen listen my husband listened to the episode and he was like so uh that was a little different and I was like yeah (laughs) we're just trying to get more followers okay we're just trying to build our bookstagram so just we we thought that if we put the smut book up it would be really good okay to be fair, it was hilarious. It was funny. So. No one no one responded or told us that they thought it was funny, but no, I no. thought it was hilarious. We thought it was funny. I'm we like, wow, time. this is the funniest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Do you know how many books I read for you people? I've read so many books. It was actually a delight. I loved it. Okay. One book you thought you would read this year and didn't. Oh, gosh. So many. Let me just pull up my... My list on Goodreads. Um, I thought that I would read... Oh, there's like a thousand. There's, there's so, so many. many TBR books. I'll, I'll just list my most important ones okay, that I thought I would read. Mm-hmm. The books that I definitely thought I was going to be reading this year were... The Betrayals. I'm like going, wait, let me go way back. To Kill a Kingdom. Um, oh yeah, let me just look at the ones I actually bought. I thought I would read Realm Breaker. I, I did too. I totally thought I was going to read that book. I did too. 
I did too, one hundred percent. Um, not because I, I don't read want to. Kiss of Deception, like so bad. Kiss of Deception. Mm-hmm. Mary E. Pearson. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I'm like, there's, there's a lot of titles going around in my head. I want to read it so bad. What makes it hard to read is that I've already read the other series. You know what you haven't read, but you should. Hmm. Wan Fasted by freaking. Ugh, I do. If you guys have read the Black Witch series and you haven't read the novellas, they're better. They're so good. They are amazing. And like the Wan Fasted is the story of Aloran's parents. Yep. Here's another forced marriage trope. It's good. I and mean, I heard it's good. That woman yeah. does trope so well. That woman. She does. God bless. We her. gotta give that to God her. God bless. So her. here's here's another book I really wanted to read but didn't. The Invisible Life of Addie Larue. I was too scared it was gonna be boring. I was scared that it was going to, like, people are going to die. And I feel like something happens, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, here's another book I DNF'd, Renegades by Marissa Meyer. It's too sci-fi. Oh, I did want to read that. I'm not in my sci-fi era right now. No, but so. we will become it. We will. We will. Um, I need to finish Trader Queen. I want to read You Had Me at Ola. Mm. Wow, that was so white, the way I said that. Ola. How do you not say that? You had not me white? at Ola. You Have you seen had me at Ola by Alexis Daria. I'm so sorry. You had me at Ola. No, that's that's how you say it. That's okay. Imagine being married to someone who speaks Spanish. Jalen lived in Chile for two years, so he speaks very fluent Spanish. And every time I say, like, every, I say Amarillo, and he's like, it's not Amarillo. It's Amarillo. And I was like, Jalen, nobody says Amarillo when they're talking about Amarillo. Like, <laughs> Jalen does. Jalen does. Jalen, I know you're listening He's to better this, than all of us. You're, you, li- you actually listen to our podcast episodes. Um, I love, well, I don't love you that way. You're my friend. You're a great friend, Jalen. Um, Mexican Gothic. I need to finish these whole vows. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read the second, the sequel to Bloodleaf. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I forgot that I read that book. Um, yeah, you destroyed me with it. I literally yeah. was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, yeah, those are some books that I have not mm-hmm. Let's see. Three places you each would like to travel to. That's a fun one. Oh, okay. Scotland, which, spoiler, we might be going to. Is it weird that we use your, so here's the deal. You guys just need to know that, like, all of your merch money goes to a great cause. And that great cause is me and Anna buying books. And also using that money for possibly a travel trip to Scotland. Scotland. That was, like, one of the things. So, like, you Mm -hmm. guys should know that, like, the podcast's entire purpose is it's a train to, to, for our friendship to ride Mm -hmm. along. And so all the money that we make obviously can go towards like nice things like you know mm-hmm. but obviously we both work full you know we both work yes. we have families and stuff like that so like the podcast stuff is just for us to do fun things and so that's like all of the trips that you've seen us take to see each other this year harry potter world that's all because of you guys like yeah. you guys buying those sweatshirts and like doing all those things that's because of you and like you're the reason why we're able to like go and see each other like yeah. you pay for the plane tickets to see each other you yes. are literally feeling yeah. our friendship. you are so thank you so scotland definitely one of them italy because it's my italy, italy. it's my family's my heritage. i want to eat the entirety yeah. of Italy. If My you... whole family has been to Italy but me and so I'm like what? I have hands are going to be thrown if I never make it to Italy. I will I will personally Up in heaven hands will be thrown. No, I'm just kidding. I will personally <laughs> guarantee that you go to Italy. You have no no choice now. And then I know that I don't have a third place, but I know that Jalen's always wanted to go back to Chile and he wants to go to the Patagonia. That's cool. So, Tana wants to go back to Australia. Yeah. Um I hate that like it's the same. I absolutely <laughs> don't hate it. I love it. So I went to Europe. I like oh, studied abroad. When you were like, I went to the Black Forest, and it was so many. I was like, Oh my gosh! I did you travel, Celine? I did traveled. you go to Europe in college? I studied abroad. <laughs> I'm actually using some of that inspiration for my book. <laughs> The book that I'm not finished. I, I love that. Like, literally, I've been sharing. Like, some people are like, I can't wait to read it. I'm like, honey, I can't wait to write it. It's going to be a while. <laughs> it's going to take a long time. 
Um, but no, I have been, where was I going with that? Oh, I loved Europe so much and there's so, mm-hmm. there's so much history and architecture that I just still want to explore because mm-hmm. I only got to spend a few days in each city. But, um, I definitely, did you know that you can get, you can Airbnb castles in yep. Ireland and I really want to Airbnb a castle. I also... All of my trips in my entire life have been, like, me hardcore wanting to soak up a culture as very thoroughly as possible so I don't rest on vacation. So I'd like to go on some form of a trip, like, to Jamaica or Costa Rica or somewhere, like, cool where I also don't move. I have been to Jamaica. It's pretty nice. So, guys, Anna's been to Jamaica. I've been to Jamaica. This is, like, the most privileged podcast we've ever had. I promise that, like, we we work so hard for every penny we I have. I haven't been to very many places. Like, you've been to more places than I have. That's because it's my just, job makes me travel. It's just the places I've been to are, like, like, I've been to the Caribbean and Costa Rica. And, okay, and, like, Jordan and Israel. Like, that's cool, but that's okay, not, like, whatever. vacation. No big deal. This is, this is just a giant flex. <laughs> I've been to Ireland, England, France, yeah, Germany, Switzerland, Wales, that's Italy, Austria. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, like, what it was. That was my flex at 19 is that um, I was, like, well. Yeah. I don't well, have you ever gone to see Petra, Celine? Take me. Yeah. Take me. Good night. <laughs> Good night. She has a full PowerPoint slideshow. If any of you ever want it, she has a full it's PowerPoint very slideshow biblical. <laughs> about all of the biblical places that she went. It's fantastic, actually. I'm really impressed. It's fun. Okay. <clears throat> Three places. Yeah, I'm just really interested in like a place. And then um, I just want to go like this is this year. Is this weird that I'm like, these are the three no. places I'd like to travel to this year? is I want to go to Florida. Yeah. And I want to do, like, a beach stint with my family and maybe Disney World. And oh. then I also want to go to New York and I want to go yeah. to the beach house. And I'll, all of these things I want in the first six yeah, months. Yeah, okay, here's the things I want to go to in the U.S. We travel. That's what we do with our money. I we we go, save elsewhere, but we put our money towards travel. Yeah. That's what we do. I want to go back to the beach, the OBX, because we went there when I was a kid growing we can up go? every 4th of July. Do you want to go there for our writing retreat? Let's do it. I'm down for planning after this. I want to go to Washington to go to the Treehouse Hotel there. Do it, girl. And I want to so go. Yeah, wouldn't it? You should go. Yeah. You should plan it as like an anniversary trip. We should. We I'm will. Committing we to are it. going to plan this. And then the third place, I don't know. Hawaii. Oh, That's yeah. like a fun. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Yeah, same. We almost went in like two weeks with my sister and her husband, but the trip got canceled. It's very sad. Didn't you guys have, you guys remember when we almost went to Mexico last year? Yes. Yeah, I, like I said, we just, we save elsewhere. We do. And then we, we travel. We believe in experiences. That's true. And Saving I think too. it's so much fun to just like be able to experience mm-hmm. things with people and it's super cool. Yeah. Plus, you guys get to, to live back here. Like, it's good. It's great. I um I have anxiety about spending money. Can you tell? I'm, like, trying to justify everything. Like, we just, just so you know. I know. I'm like. Um, so we travel, but, like, it's all paid time. for. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. How do you find balance between the podcast and your life? The podcast is my the escape podcast, from my life. Yeah. I'm, like, it's not, it's not. I don't think it's hard. No. Sometimes there will be times where I'm or you, like, either of us are just so busy in life. Yeah. But it's never like, oh, we need to do podcast stuff. It's like, no. oh, my gosh, I'm so busy. I wish I could do podcast stuff right now. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I think also, like, because we don't put, like, pressure on Yeah, this is only, like. This is only fun. We've said this, like, eight million times, but we're only doing this if it's fun. The yeah. second this becomes, like. Work? Too stressful of work. Yeah. It's, like, back burner. If it, like, yeah. affects our friendship, it affects, mm-hmm. if it affects, like, the way that we view ourselves. If, if any of that happens, then we, like, we both mm-hmm. have really strong boundaries of, like, either we need to change it or we need to not do it. Yeah. And that was, like, our, our like, contract, our verbal contract at the beginning yeah. of this. And so, oh, sorry. Just stroked Anna's did you just leg. Did me? I did. I stroked <laughs> her leg. 
Um, but I think like, so for me, I am an incredibly busy person actually. And I'm laughing for you because you are also an incredibly busy person. Yeah, I'm You busy. do. You have a lot I'm of family stuff. I'm a full-time, stuff. like, we are both full-time moms, but No, I, it's different. I get help. I, you, my, I like, you have a lot of help. I don't have a lot of help. Can I validate that Anna... So, a lot of people ask Anna, like, oh, what do you do for a living? And, like, can I just say that Anna works <laughs> so freaking hard. So freaking hard as a mother. And, like, um, as a full-time mother, like, that is a full-time job. And she mm-hmm. has Lincoln until, like, what, 9 p.m. at night every yeah, day? Basically. And so, for her, like, that is a huge, huge thing. And so, um, and then also, like, for her, her family lives, I'm, like, telling everybody, I'm, like, Anna's a hard worker. But, um. <laughs> You're advocating for me right now. But so Anna's family, like, she has both both sides both her in-laws and her regular her regular family live <laughs> um like 10 minutes away yeah. so Anna's doing a lot of like family, lot of family stuff, stuff. and I love family stuff that's a so. core part yeah. of like who she is and stuff mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm like you do have that but the podcast is just like a little thing that's super yeah fun. but the way that we balance it is that we have like actual quote-unquote office hours mm-hmm. so we have every Tuesday and Thursday from like noon to two we try to do stuff with podcast stuff and then um sometimes when things get busy we try to do like once a week like hourly meeting like an hour meeting where we just do like customer service or all of the paperwork or send off things and so I definitely think next year we'll be um doing a couple more hours and stuff each week to do stuff but yeah I think that's like the best the best thing ever for for us so yeah but for me for my photography business um Sometimes I don't. Like, you guys, I'm sure, have noticed that, like, there's a couple of weeks where we have not been able to post an episode just because I've been traveling so much. But... Honestly, and that's us having just be... Like, that was needed for us. Just yeah. be honest with ourselves about, yeah. like, what we could handle. And that's the biggest thing. So. Like you said, it's, like, if it's taking away from mm-hmm. from our joy, then we then we can't, you yeah. know, do it. And so there have been a couple of weeks where I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I want to do the podcast episode, but, like, right now I'm editing so much or, like, my husband's trying to finish school, so... Yeah. But besides that, honestly, like I said, the podcast is a breath of fresh air it is oh my gosh all right thank you for that i love you girl i love you too <laughs> i'm like anna works hard everyone <laughs> she has a full-time job okay so first book you remember crying over uh literally new moon bridge terbithia or red, where the red fern glows mm. but new moon i get it new moon well like i read twilight as like my third like that i think that was the first book i read for like enjoyment mm-hmm and then I read New Moon, sobbed when Edward left, put the book down for like a week, and was like, I don't know if I can continue reading this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I picked it back up, and look at me now. You're driving, girl. <laughs> um, I think like the book that I cried over most recently was Bloodleaf. Oof. What about you? What's the most recent one? Ooh. Uh... Or Beach Reads. Ooh, cried over beach reads. I did cry, and it doesn't. These are not sad books. It's just that they there's so much emotion in there that like suddenly like tears escape your face, and you're like, what is happening? The last book I did cry over was um, I I can't think. It's the Divine Blood, the second book to Divine Blood. It's because the way she writes her characters, like they're so flawed and deeply personal, and there's one character in particular, Zev, who is just. Like, going through such an internal emotional struggle, and, yeah, it's just, oof. You are really going to like Witch Haven, girl. Ooh, I can't wait. I just finished Witch Haven by, so she's actually coming on the podcast. She's super cool. But, um. I'm sorry. Just I'm, like, laughing because the entire time we've been recording this, Anna's entire family group chat. It is has, blowing up. Like, I, 
when I say like her family is her life, I mean like I don't They're even know. If she I can don't know how to. It. I don't know how to mute them on my like computer. You're fine, girl. It's good. I'm just laughing because they will drag you into <laughs> like life. Like you. there is no way you can escape. No. You are in it. I'm like put me in the group chat. I got put in, in fact, the group oh. chat and now I can't get out. <laughs> now I'm getting all these messages. You are. Like, oh no! Take me out. Yep. Oh no! What did I do? In fact, literally this just happened. My brother-in-law was calling me like four times and I muted him and I was like, I can't talk right now. And he's like, this is an emergency. Call me. And so I was like, oh no, like what's wrong? And he's like, hey, we're thinking of getting many and pities. When, when could you do it? And I was like, Hayden, that is not an emergency. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, a little, yeah. First book recommendation for someone who struggles to read. Uh, ooh, okay. I think Percy Jackson is a great jumping in point. Yeah. It's not hard to understand. It's so fun. It's not... Like, I mean, it's not heavy romance. I don't know who wouldn't like romance, but. I know. I think that you need to figure out what you like. So yeah. you can't, so I get all these people that are like, well, I don't really like reading them. Like, that's because you're reading, like, memoirs and nonfiction books, or you're, like, trying to, like, force yourself into, like, a hole. So, like, you need to, like, what's cool about, and I think maybe yeah. this is why my reading chain, my reading has changed a lot, is because you and I have allowed ourselves to just, like, We'll have, like, fantasy, like, sections yes. where we'll just, like, binge read fantasy, mm-hmm. and then we'll switch, and we'll do murder mystery, or then contemporary, and, mm-hmm. like, I think that you gotta read a lot of different books in order to, like, figure out what you like, but really, for me, like, for example, someone that struggles to read, um, I would say, like, I, I'm just gonna be, like, find a one where there's, like, a lifestyle that you wish you had, so, like, so a lot of time I'll read, like, books where that take place on the beach or like where girls are in dresses or whatever and so like think of a lifestyle that you wish you had or like a fantasy of some kind of yours and then find a book that fits that and so for me like I really think that um if someone's struggling to read that like you need to figure out like what they like to read first before you are so like I can recommend Mm -hmm. a ton of books but like if someone doesn't like fantasy they're not gonna like Caraval they're not gonna like Fable they're not gonna like those you know Mm -hmm. and so for me like I think that you know People don't like Harry Potter. I'm like, how? How? Who doesn't love Harry Potter? You know, I would I be like, r- start off Harry Potter. Like, you're, you're good. Right. This is great. But yeah, I would say you need to figure out what, if you're recommending a book to someone, be like, what do you like? What do you like in your real mm-hmm. life? Like, what kind of shows do you like? And then find stuff based yeah. off of that. Love that. Okay. What are you most excited for for the podcast this year? This is a great question. Talk and about it. Let's just talk about it for a second. So you guys, this kind of goes with the last question too. So we'll like... We'll have to come back to this. But, um, so, what we have planned for the podcast this year. It's huge. It's huge. It's so big. So, we've talked previously about how we're having so many, like, big name authors on. Big. Huge. And it's because we both are in the process of writing a book right now. And we thought, like, it would be so fun and helpful and interesting to go through that whole process and record it all and talk to authors about, like, how to write, like, a fantasy world and how to write a great love story and how to write a good unlikable character and how to write like all these little things that we love so much about these authors like we're going to interview them about their writing process and like apply that to our book mm-hmm. so for example we're having stephanie garber on and we're going to talk about how to fall in love with the villain yes and then mm-hmm. like we're having um shelby mahorin mahorin i think that's right Mahorin. yeah we're having her on to talk about um how to root for an unlikable character yeah and like having like complex uh, relationships and we're having like um Let's see, we're having Sasha come on, and she's going to be talking about mixing historical fiction and fantasy. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, like, we're going to have not only, like, authors on to talk about very specific things. Like, we're we're trying – we have not reached out to Lori, but we need to have Lori on to talk Mm -hmm. about world building and stuff. Yes. But um, basically the goal here is that 
you can just explore the world behind the author's like creation process and mm-hmm. all of these will be spoiler free but it, they'll basically be discussing like the craft and stuff like that and so you can kind of really see a lot more of like what goes on behind their writing mm-hmm. and you're still gonna get like normal episodes with me and Anna like yeah. that would never go away we because never we literally have to talk to each other yeah. every single day but you're also getting the added on aspect of this and we're also gonna be really transparent about the writing process so we won't be sharing anything like specific plot related but we will be discussing everything and we're having agents come on Mm -hmm. and talk about how to get an agent pitching how to do everything we're going to talk about like whether we would go the traditional route which would be so fun or if we want to do self-publishing and how to launch a book and stuff like that so it's just like you know it's something optional that like you don't have to listen to like you're still going to have our normal content but we're actually like we're writing our goal is to finish our first draft by what july july yeah finish our first draft by july and then be able to start working on the editing process. Jordan Gray is coming on to talk about critique partners mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Every single, like, we have so many authors that are coming on that we just love and respect and admire so much. And they're going to talk about their craft. So. Yeah. We are so excited for that. And help us with our books. So, like, if our book is good, it's because of them. <laughs> it's literally. Yeah. I think I want to have Adrian on to talk about process and voice. And imagery. Like, she's still good at setting she's the so scene. Good at imagery. Yeah. All right. Let's do this one. Okay, okay. So, go ahead. So, the last question is, tell us about the books you are both working on. Mm-hmm. We all know about Celine's book, and we're going to start with yours because I'm obsessed with it. Really? Yes. She's doing this, like, amazing murder mystery-esque set with, like, a, um, what is that called? An Ivy League school. An Ivy League school with... Secret Society? Secret Society. Uh-huh. Oh, I could not think of that word. With a Secret Society, and there's so many twists and turns, and there's freaking cliff jumping, with yes. a boy, and I just tell us about it because I yeah obsessed with that. I love okay, it. Okay, so what's fun is that I this is just like pure escapism, mm-hmm. but um, I'll just tell you really quickly. Like as I've been researching and reading and stuff like that, I've been able to like learn so much about. Like, for example, last night I spent probably, like, two hours researching, like, escape rooms and how, like, mechanisms and puzzles and stuff work together. Um, And I do a lot of research based off of, like, hidden rooms and, like, those kinds of things because I want you as a reader to really feel like you are in the mystery as well Mm -hmm. and so at least with my boxes like if I do a publicity like box I know that people do those I want to send out a real life escape room that um people can interact with and for like readers and stuff like that if it's possible I want to have a couple of those mechanisms inside the book Mm -hmm. and if um what I think would be really cool is that basically as I'm writing, I'm leaving a bunch of different Easter eggs throughout the book. So that way when the book ends, which it will on a cliffhanger, you can actually use, you can go back through the book, find the Easter eggs, use Mm -hmm. the mechanisms, and then be able to solve them in order to find a code for a website that will help you get to the first chapter that gives you a little bit of closure for the next book. Oh my gosh. Celine is treating us right now. Celine is treating us. She's giving us everything. Yeah. And so what's really cool is it's like, it's just I really want, like, an interactive, like, reader experience. Mm-hmm. I just think it'll be super fun. So that's kind of, like, the gist of it, of the, like, what you're going to have. But it's a normal book. It's written basically from – I'm trying to figure out if it's from dual perspectives or not. But the main gist is that there's this girl named Carol – or named Eleanor. And Eleanor has to infiltrate a secret society at an exclusive Ivy League school in order to find out what happened to her sister Caroline, who mm. disappeared under very mysterious events. And, of course, as she goes through all of these hazes, she has to kind of depend on this boy named Reagan, who has some secrets of his own. And as they are working together, they're obviously pushed into forced proximity and, you know, getting stuck in, like, libraries Mm -hmm. together. And there's tons of secret rooms, lavish parties, balls, um, 
lot there's definitely murder there's people will die um there's also like just really fun what I think is cool about this world is that it's set in like today's day and age but what's cool is that money is like the magic of the real world yeah and so I really went all out with like okay if there's because for example the skull and bone society has their own private island and private jet and so I'm like okay so what kind of things could I play with in this sandbox of if money was not an option was not a problem and you could really just like have fun and so it really contributes to almost like a fantasism magic and stuff but you've got lots of tension and stuff like that so that's my book. I, I'm i obsessed with this book, guys. Every time Celine calls me and she will read me, like, a piece that she's working through, I'm, she's like, do you have any critique? And I'm like, no, I just need you to tell me what happens next. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. And, like, I have really um, grown to, like, understand her sister's story, too. Her name's mm-hmm. Caroline, her sister. And how she kind of got into, like, the really bad place that she got into and and mm-hmm. there's a lot of like tension and stuff there and it's super fun being able to write from these two very different mm-hmm. people's perspectives and I think it will just be primarily from Eleanor's but I there Caroline is fighting for some voice in that story and it's really Oof. fun it's I really cannot fun. wait for you Caroline's guys to really it. vivid in my mind I have mm-hmm. this whole thing but we're also gonna talk about like our writing process and yeah. stuff too and that's really fun oh okay I your turn that. okay so uh, the gist of my book is that it's kind of like sailors meet the lost city of Atlantis. Yeah, that's a good way. Where to put it. the premise is this girl Rayla, who has a twin brother Cade. Um, her brother goes missing one day, um, and she is desperate to find him. He's like the only person that she has in her life, and they're kind of shunned from the town that they live by. They're very weird children because mm-hmm. they have just been touched by the water, and nobody really understands it, and. She gets told, she's like, goes to this meeting place, and this guy, this captain, who's kind of a crime lord, wants her help finding this lost city because there are, like, treasures untold of there. And so she has to team up with this, like, one of his henchmen, his name is Flynn, and just, like, find a way to find it. But throughout that, like, it's kind of like a found family, found, like, yeah, found powers. It's like, I'm still, I've, like, I'm not as deep into it as Selena's. Because I'm obsessive. When I commit to something, I commit so hard. Have you seen our friendship? I literally, hard. yeah. Yes. But just think of it as, yeah, it's kind of like that. I have a lot, like, in my mind that I have to process through that, like, I don't know what's going to be, like, real and not, what I'm going to stick with and not, but. One of the favorite things about Anna is that she is, so I think if you guys follow us on Instagram, she'll post these, like, POVs of, like, like it's set to music. <laughs> and I'm always like, how did your brain do that? How did you, like, think like that? And, like, what's so cool is that Anna's, like, imagery and writing and her building of tension between, like, these two main, you know, these two, like, love interests. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that she writes magic with water is really, really fascinating. It's something that I've never been able to, like, ever read before <laughs> because I've never really seen someone be able to have emotion. Like, what's cool is, do you want to talk for, like, five seconds about yeah. the emotions of water? Yeah, That's so the really water, cool. the water has a personality, and it's not, like, she can't control the water. She just understands it and can communicate with it, and... So it's kind of like an entity where, Mm -hmm. and it's like she's the only person who we can show these things to and their feelings, and so she's kind of the go-between person of, like, Mm -hmm. the water and the people, and it's kind of like a mystery of, you know, it's a, it's Lemuscure, it's, I, like, totally forget what I called it. I don't even have a name down for the Lost City yet, but. It is, the Lost City's beautiful, the story of, like, she, like, is so, like, the yeah. way that she writes her mother and stuff like that. It's been so fascinating to be able to read it. And it's such a, like, 
I think that if you love Fable, it's totally a different story than Fable, but it definitely has, like, those kinds of vibes. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a scene where there was just, like, this horrible massacre bloodshed fight in the water. Mm-hmm. And, like, the water has held on to that, and she goes to visit it, and it's just, like, smashed with all of these feelings that mm-hmm. the water is putting out, and it's angry, and it's sad, and it doesn't understand why that happened. And yeah. so, like, it's – I'm trying to do, like, a lot of very deep – like emotional themes. Yeah. It and so up your alley for what you read. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Everyone has a tragic backstory. Everyone has a tragic backstory. <laughs> oh my gosh, we bought these writing books last night. Yeah. And we I did. bought the one where it was like emotional, like how to like write da, da, da. and she wrote she was like conflict, emotional trauma. I was like emotional conflict. I'm buying it right now. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> She's like, I love this, I love this. Okay. <laughs> but I think it's really cool, um, just the fact that like we are able to just have each other like yeah. freak out about stuff mm-hmm. but I'm super excited so next year you'll be kind of seeing us we don't have a format yet because once again we don't want to hold ourselves to anything where we're yeah. like forced to like write because I don't think that's healthy mm-hmm. for something like this which is so fun yeah it's only supposed to be fun um but like the goal basically is that we'll be really transparent probably a lot in our patreon I think the yeah. patreon's holding me a lot where we share our like, okay, today I just wrote all this stuff. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm thinking. I also don't know how much we... So, you know how, like, normal writers, they, like... It's all a secret. It's all a secret. It's, yeah. But I, like, I don't know what to do in terms of, like, writing-wise. This is us just, like, having this meeting right now right in the now, middle of the podcast. Mic. But I don't know, like, how much we should keep away from the readers. I feel Obviously, like we could do the first act of the book, total transparency. I like that, because that makes sense for yeah. my book, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. With my murder mystery, like, my... Big reveals and twists are... And then as it goes on, we can just interview the authors about how they pulled off yeah. their version of what we need to do. Yeah, 100%. Act. Yeah. I think it's going to be super cool. I really want to get some um, murder mystery writers on to talk about plot mm-hmm. twists and how to, like, hide the red herrings yes. and stuff. I think it's going to be so fascinating. So, I don't know if you guys are huge nerds like me, but I just... I The reason why we started doing this is because... As we started reading books, I started getting all this admiration for mm-hmm. authors, and then I was like, how do they do this? And as they talked about it, it just made me so fascinated into seeing, like, how they do yeah. these intricate things. And so to write a book is so powerful. It's so, just to put something that's in your head out on paper mm-hmm. for people to read, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be sharing a lot of our experiences, and, like, like it's going to be so fun. So I've been having a blast. She's been having a blast. Yeah. It's going to be good. We hope you guys have a blast. It's a good time. So, yeah. So that's what we're working on next year. It's yeah, going to be wild. But, yeah. Anyways, we love you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening to us, and we can't wait to hear more from you in the the next year. The next little bit. Stick with us. Bye.